0: Hey, this is Lauren B.R. and this is The Authentic Podcast. Hi, guys, and welcome back to Authentic. Today's two guests are some of the coolest and kindest people you'll ever meet. Um, Maya is the creator and founder of MM Designs, which I'm sure a lot of y'all know about, um, a clothing company that's aimed to spread love, truth, and light. Um, she's brought together an awesome community of Christian women through her ambassador program, which I had the joy again to be a part of. And then Isla is a Texas A&M grad who followed the Lord's call to obedience and boldness to Florida to help further MM Designs ministry and company. She was a very genuine and authentic friend to me this summer, and I got to know them and hear a little bit more of their stories at Life Retreat this year, so more on that later. Um. But I can't wait for y'all to hear what they have to say. So please welcome both of them to the podcast. Yay! Woo! Yay! We're so excited to be here. Thanks for having us, Lauren. My gosh, of course. So first of all, just tell us a little bit about yourselves, your story, your relationship with the Lord, and kind of like where you're at in life right now.
1: You go first.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, Hello, I'm Isla. I'm 23. I currently live. In Florida and in about two and a half weeks I'll be moving back to Texas which is so exciting close to you Lauren closer and um currently just living the post-grad life is funny I kind of just changed my Instagram bio to um I think it's like wherever he takes me Mm -hmm. and that's kind of just something that I've just been praying about because life is just so unexpected you just never know like where the Lord is really bringing you and everything. And I've, that's just kind of been my prayer of like, just like surrender. I'm like, Lord, like wherever you take me is where I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just kind of like, if I had like a mission line of my mm-hmm. life, that would
1: be it. So that's kind of like where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, yeah. and we're both going to be moving. So I'm getting mm-hmm. married. Um, so I get married. I'm Maya, by the way. I get married in 17 days and so Isla moves in 18 days because she moves right after I get married because we are roommates and we live together and then going to get married and then we get to go on our honeymoon which is gonna be super awesome and then we're gonna move to Tampa November 1st so we both have got some big moves coming that we're really excited about um and that's kind of where we are right now we're kind of both in like our it's kind of a weird phase it's like our transition that's like when you know a big season's coming up and yeah we're both just kind of like waiting for it but like excited and um sad but um ready for it so yeah I kind of just kind of sitting in a little bit of a transition season right now I'm excited I get to talk to y'all right before that I didn't realize you were getting married and you were moving
0: so soon that's literally crazy
2: yeah literally the next morning at like 9 Uh a.m I will be in my car driving to Texas
0: (laughs) so it's insane yeah crazy but exciting just crazy I didn't realize that Yeah. Um. So one thing I wanted to just go ahead and start off talking about is I don't remember which of y'all said this at Life Retreat, but it was y'all said ministry doesn't have to come from speaking on a stage. And so I kind of wanted either one of y'all or both y'all to sort of elaborate on that and how you've seen this kind of played out in your own life, because I think it's really cool.
1: Yeah, I, I think I'll speak to that first. I just think that um so many times we think that like the only kind of ministry work or like even just like reaching people is done on a stage but honestly it's not like even if you look at life retreat like you were probably most reached whenever you're like talking to isla or whenever you were like talking with your group leader or talking with friends or girls your own age about god and so i think it's just such a lie that it has to be from like speaking or even even working in a church (laughs) like we've talked about that on a podcast before Mm -hmm. about how um, really ministry is whatever you're doing and just bringing God into it and just bringing love into it to other people. And so, I mean, ministry chance and I, I know when we get to Tampa, we're going to be working like both of us, which is kind of funny. We're going to like work at a little coffee shop or like a smoothie place together, like one or two days a week, just so we can like kind of learn. Cause we want to hopefully own well one day. So we just kind of want to learn some stuff, but we're also like using it as our time of like ministry, just to like talk to people and get to know them and get to be friends with them and kind of that way. And I think that's really important. And I think that we kind of forget that we need to be everywhere. You know, we need to be in the coffee shop, serving the Lord. We need to be, it doesn't have to be like, Hey, do you know Jesus? Like it doesn't have to be like that. It could be like, Hey, like, you look great today. Like, how's your day going? And just be a friend and listen to them. I mean, that's spreading the good news. Um, and when they realize that there's a little something different about maybe the way you speak or the way you talk to them or you chase after them, you'll be able to point them back to the Lord. So I would say ministry can look in all different ways. And I think that honestly, that's the ministry that's really touched my life the most, I would say.
2: Yeah, kind of like what you said, I always thought that ministry had to be like, microphone in hand mm-hmm. like preaching to a whole like youth group or church group or like mm-hmm. even or if, maybe if it wasn't even just speaking like maybe having a certain role at a church or a christian organization but even like through college i feel like one of the biggest things i learned is ministry can just simply just being a friend and mm-hmm. like That's jesus good. was such a great friend mm-hmm. to like all of his people and i felt like i remember even like my friend um She was like agnostic for a while and um, she would like go into church and like church would make her uncomfortable or whatever. And she was like, honestly, like the thing that brought me like to Jesus, like the most was just like Christians, like just being a friend to me and Mm -hmm. just listening to me and loving me, like where I was at. And that's how she just saw Jesus the most. And I think that's just been like kind of like a testament of like, even like me, like finding the Lord Mm -hmm. was just like finding people like Jesus, that were like chasing after Jesus and just being a really good friend. Yeah, it's great.
0: That's good. That's something I've been learning a lot in college too. And just even this summer, like um, through my internship and getting to watch y'all, like do y'all's ministry in a way that doesn't look, you know, traditional. And so I thought that was something cool. kind of before I got into some of the um, questions, I guess, that go together a little bit more. It's just to speak on that because there's a lot of girls I'm friends with in college who like, learning that right now and I think y'all are just a cool example of that and for people to hear because Mm -hmm. um y'all are just used in such a cool way so I wanted to highlight this so nice but so like y'all said you're both kind of going through transitions and um having to put your trust in the Lord in different major life events happening like you're about to move you're about to get married I mean you started a business young so how have you been able to put your trust in the Lord in like major transitions and major changes like that or how Mm -hmm. are you too, I guess is about
1: better that's beer. good you want to
0: take that
2: yeah <laughs> I mean I was just telling Maya this I'm the worst person like I hate change <laughs> I'm the absolute worst like I remember like even when it comes to, like this sounds like silly but like a vacation like my family and I always went to this one hotel mm-hmm. and like maybe we're trying to change up like no like no 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 no, or like even like she does not
1: she loves the same no
2: I love the same like Mm -hmm. same meal Mm -hmm. same routine if Mm -hmm. my routine is like broken like uh, yeah it's like I'm having like a nervous breakdown but i just kind of been like funny in a way because I've just seen like the Lord through that too and I remember like through all like big transitions I was really always very fearful and just very almost like hopeless in a sense And it's been cool because I've seen that as, like, okay, I think it's, like, stemming from, like, a bigger issue of I just love to be in control of my life. And I love to, like, hold things in my hands and not, like, actually, like, lay it, like, at the feet of Jesus and, like, let him guide me. Like, I just want to guide him Mm -hmm. through, like, my plans. And it's just been really sweet of just, like, learning just, like, the surrender and, like, just thinking, like, oh, I'm here where I'm at because of me. It's like, no, that's because of the Lord. And like, I look back and like, if things would have gone like my way, I just can't even imagine. And just like remembering like the Lord's character, like he's like a father that like loves his daughter at the end of the day and like wants what's best. So it's definitely been a journey of trust, but it's like remembering that like, he was faithful in the past. He's going to be faithful in the present and in the future. And all I'm called to do is just like a daily Mm surrender to him. It's so good.
1: I would say it's funny because she hates change. and I like love change. Yeah, <laughs> think, opposite. Like she has a schedule that she probably sticks to every single day where she goes on her walk. She comes this. I am like, you have no idea where I am. Oh yeah, That even <laughs> happened today. Like I try to go my walks at eight
0: uh-huh.
2: and I was running late and I went eight 30 and I was freaking out. I yeah. Was like, oh no. Oh no.
1: Oh no. And <laughs> I'm like the most fluid. You have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing kind of person. Yeah. So um, I feel like with me, um, I kind of just when it comes to like trusting the Lord and like the big moves that we have, and like just even getting married and um, all the things I think it's really easy. I think I'm in a stage in my life where it's really easy to like stress over all the details, like of the move of the, like, for me, like, for example, like a big transition is the wedding and like stressing over all the little details and like all the different things, um, that come with that. And I think that for me, it's been just really like, honestly, just being like, you know what, what is, what is, what really matters? Like what really matters about this next big stage in my life? Like for me, it's like getting married a chance and spending the rest of my life with him. So like, Really kind of putting it into perspective of like what actually matters for the wedding or like for the big move, you know, it's like, it doesn't matter, like, there's no need to stress about, like, maybe how many boxes you have or like the cube, the way you're going to pack it or all this different stuff. Um, and, or even just like the friends that you're going to make, you know, like just kind of realizing like the God, like God will bring those things to you and, um, kind of staying true to like the source of like what you're actually so excited for, for the move, you know? So mm-hmm. I would say that's kind of been me with this. Mine's been a little different just like with, cause I don't move for a little bit. So I have some time to process it, but, um, I, have like just with the wedding and stuff and big transitions is just like especially if you're going into college for the first time or you're starting a new job it's just like not stressing all the little details you know and not overthinking it too much is kind of what I've been trying to do um so yeah
0: that's good I'm so happy y'all are on here it makes me so happy Mm -hmm. I had Emily Fletcher on here too just have like people a little bit older than me to get to Mm -hmm. spread some wisdom is really cool so uh,
1: this just makes me happy we love Emily too yeah she's Mm -hmm. a queen (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um,
0: so Isla, I don't know if you have any, like, memory of telling me this, but one thing you kind of talked about, um, when, like, making, I guess, like, different decisions or going on new paths is that, like, some people might, like, be, I guess, against you in a sense or not very supportive. So, like, um, I'm trying to figure out how to word this best, but basically, how do you trust the Lord when he's leading you somewhere, even if it seems that others are against you. Um, Cause you mm. sometimes people might not understand that you're being obedient to the Lord when you are. And so, I don't know, we talked about that at heavenly and it was just really impactful to me and I was like, wow, that was good. So if you want to share.
2: Yeah. I really experienced that right when I graduated college. And so I graduated August of 2021 and that summer I had been interning with Maya and been working with her and around the time of me graduating was when we were talking about um, me moving to Tallahassee and like Mm -hmm. working with her full time and yeah making that big move and I remember I was like so excited and obviously I took it to the Lord first was like in really deep prayer about it journaling like talking um, just to my parents about it and I just felt so much peace of the Lord like just like guiding me. And I remember it like, it was even like so silly, like right when I, cause when I graduated, like nothing was set in stone. And then um, I remember that day praying. I was like, Lord, like if it's just like your will of like me going to Florida, like, it's like the cheesy thing. Everyone's like, please give me a sign. I was mm-hmm. like, give me a sign. <laughs> and I was taking my graduation pictures and as I'm walking down the stairs, I like step on something and I'm wearing a heel. So I'm like, whoa. And I was like, broke my ankle. And it was like this big, like, it's kind of like this big bead it almost looked like it was on a necklace, but it was like a little smiley face. Oh, and sweet. I remember seeing I that and I was like, oh my gosh, like,
1: mm-hmm. I was just
2: like, that's my sign. And mm-hmm. I just felt like so much peace. And I was so excited. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when we basically like made the deal mm-hmm. everything. And I was telling all my friends and I was expecting my friends just to be so excited too for me. And it was kind of the opposite. (laughs) And it was a lot of like, wait, are you sure you want to go? I don't think this is the best idea. And would just give me like, I remember I was sitting with two of my best friends and um, they both told me like, basically like I shouldn't go. I was probably Mm -hmm. making not the best decision. Mm -hmm. It didn't seem like the smartest decision, Mm -hmm. seemed like too much of a risk and gave me all these things. I remember just feeling so discouraged and it kind of made me question. like, well, should I go? Because if these are my best friends, like my, even like my Christian friends, I was like, if they're telling me, no, like maybe this isn't it. But I just still like felt the Lord like telling me like, no, like you need to go. You need to be obedient to me, not Mm -hmm. obedient to your friends or to anyone else. And that's something I kind of had to learn was not listening to man's no, but listening to like God's yes instead. And there's Mm going to be so many times where, no, you've experienced both of y'all have experienced this where mm-hmm. you clearly like hear the Lord calling you something but then like maybe your friends or your family are telling you the exact opposite mm-hmm. and it can be very discouraging but at the mm-hmm. same time it's like we're not called to like I guess be obedient to like friends or family it's yeah. like if the Lord's calling you this like be confident in that mm-hmm. and um at the end of the day like that's what helps me the most. And I remember, yeah, even telling you that at Heavenly's cause you were scared of like a little fearful about starting your podcast. I was like, girl, don't listen to anyone or don't listen to anyone's opinions. And even when I moved, I still had people's opinions Mm -hmm. kind of like getting shoved my direction of like, I don't know. I don't Mm -hmm. know. But I just learned, I'm like, I'm not listening to them. Like I'm going to listen to the Lord. And it brought me so much more freedom. And if I just think back, like if I would have listened to my friends, like where would I be? Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean that's how I met you
0: (laughs) so it's just like crazy but
2: that's kind of
1: what I've learned Mm -hmm. really
0: good that's so crazy and then Maya I kind of wanted to ask you if you experienced anything similar because I mean I know you didn't have like I guess a traditional path Mm -hmm. in life and like have there been any ways you've experienced that at all maybe
1: if not yeah yeah i mean i went to florida state university um and that is like a relatively party school and everything and it was awesome and i loved i love florida state but it was just a very different than um kind of the lifestyle i want to live whenever i got to my junior and senior year and i knew no one that was engaged or even thinking about a ring or thinking about like any or even dating honestly really seriously a lot of people don't even State, seriously which there's no hate against that that just wasn't really the lifestyle that was at Florida State so I remember when I got um when Chance and I were talking about getting engaged like one of the thoughts I was going through my head was like oh my gosh people are about to like just flip out like they're gonna like and not in a good way like I mean I would I mean I went whenever uh, one of my best friends I love her so much but when I was telling her that Chance and I were getting engaged and uh she was like she like we were playing tennis and she literally like drops the tennis ball and she's like what she's <laughs> like are you sure like and it wasn't like and I think that was like, she was, she was trying to be protective over me, obviously, and making sure that I had really thought this through and really knew what I was doing by getting married and like getting engaged. Um, and so she was asking me all the hard questions and it was honestly a really beautiful moment because it wasn't like in that moment, she was like, yes, go run, go run, do it right now. But it was also, it was one of those times where like, I really had to think. And I thought that that opposition almost was a really good thing for me. I don't know if you mm-hmm. felt the same way. Cause yeah. like, I really like sometimes it's like, if everyone's telling you like, yes, 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 yes. It's like, okay. Like, are y'all being honest? You know, like are y'all really putting my best interest in mind? Are you really? And so I think for that, that was kind of nice that she had, like she was actually giving me a little bit opposition, like making me think about it. And then anyways, she's now with my bridesmaids and is super excited. But I think that's important. And I mean, I was so afraid about what people would think. I mean, I'm sure when you start your podcast, I mean, there's definitely all these different opinions and um, and you're kind of especially whenever you're on social media, you're subject to a lot of them. And I mean, I get them all the time, random DMs and hateful DMs and all those different things. And um, yeah, it can be hard sometimes, but I think what you really have to realize is that um you just have to keep going with the lord put you on your heart and you just have to keep on going with your joy and you're not gonna make everyone happy and um like i remember pastor mike todd said this one time he was like i could do a whole message on love like i could do a whole message on love talk about it for two hours and i will still get hate messages or i did something wrong or i messed something up because we're not perfect like I'll on our, on our podcast, like, I'm sure I've said something wrong. I'm sure I've said something wrong on this podcast, you know, like, yeah. I mean, it's just, you really realize that, um, you just can't take yourself so seriously. So I think that's kind of something that helped me whenever I've faced opposition is a combination of all those things is opposition can be good. Um, and also you're never going to just have it all perfect, and and say all the right things or all those kind of stuff. So you got to kind of run with what the Lord puts on your heart and learn from your mistakes. Mm-hmm.
0: For sure, and definitely, I feel like not caring what people think obviously is a whole thing. We could talk about,
1: yeah, like, mm-hmm.
0: that one's crazy, and especially like LSU is so similar to FSU and that. So mm-hmm. interesting. Just been talking to you and other girls I met this summer about how similar yeah. are. So that's kind of yeah, a- they are. Um. So this is kind of switching gears a little bit. Um. Mm-hmm. But these questions are all over the place because there's so many things I want to talk to you about. So I'm like, if it doesn't bring it on, we love it. Yes. That's fine, but that's how the Lord gave his this questions. So mm-hmm. another thing that Isla talked about this summer, and I think it was also in Heavenly, no idea. I thought mm-hmm. you said that you pray that the Lord only gives you feelings for the one. I think, I love uh, this talk. Yeah. and I've actually said that to a few people and they're like, wow, that's so like awesome. So kind of just, if you could elaborate on that, how you've seen that in your own life, because I've never heard anyone say that till you. Um, but now I've told so many people and they're like, oh my gosh, that's so wise and really awesome. So I just kind of wanted you to talk on that. And then obviously next I'll ask Maya about how she knew chance was the one. But Mm -hmm. I think to have two different perspectives on that with like girls who are the same age, but um kind of going through different things.
2: Yes. I remember I'm not the creator of that. Um (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could take credit and be like, yeah, like it just came to me. But it was someone on Instagram yeah there was someone on instagram back in college i saw them post it and i wish i could find it i literally can't but i think they like it was, maybe it was on their story and it was something that she had prayed and um that was something it really just stuck out to me because in college like i had a lot of crushes in college <laughs> and i was like oh that guy's cute oh no like that guy's cute and then i would like I'm like exposing myself I would like Mm -hmm. romanticize this guy in my head like oh my gosh this is what it could be like I love him and like (laughs) I would like see him at a coffee shop like oh my gosh (sighs) and then like I would just get so emotionally involved and then like and then I'm upset because it obviously didn't work out and um I just remember like thinking that because I also like felt like I was always when it came to relationships like in the wrong ones and I was always like falling for like just not like the guy that I think the Lord like intends for me to be with. And yeah, there was one day I saw that post that that girl said, and she said in her prayer, she prays like, Lord, don't allow me to have feelings for anyone. You don't intend for me to be with. So cool. And I thought that was so wise and such a, mm-hmm. almost like a difficult prayer to pray because mm-hmm. you're really just like surrendering like your heart to all that. Like, Lord, like I'm surrendering my love life, like to you. Mm-hmm. And I, I, Been praying that for three years. And I feel like it's just helped me so much because I always just like, I've gone through some pretty rough breakups and they weren't fun, obviously. And I remember after my last breakup, I just really was praying, Lord, like, Lord, like, I just want my heart to be protected. Like, I don't want to just make the same mistakes or like fall into the same patterns. And I was like, I really want just to be like guided not by my feelings, but by like your wisdom and your protection. And I just started praying that and it's like funny now because I can't remember the last time I had a crush on someone and my friends can get fresh like girl boy updates. No, I'm like, no, no, no. And I might think someone's cute for like five seconds and then I'm like, I'm over him. I'm over it. And it can- yeah, it is true. And, um, but it's been so cool and sweet in a way because I just see like, I can't see I'm like, am I being too picky? No, I think like the Lord's like truly answering my my prayers Mm -hmm. of like not giving me feelings for any guy. And it's just been like such a sweet answered prayer because it's just see me like even just look at the Lord, like at the end of the day, like he is like our heavenly father. And it's like a father wants to protect his daughter. I just see it as that and like just protecting my heart when it comes to love and relationships. Mm -hmm. And it's just been the best thing. And like I've told like I told you that I told like some of my other friends that and they're like, whoa. Interesting prayer, but then they do mm-hmm. it and it like it helps so much because yeah. I just don't want just to waste like any time or any or have like any unnecessary pain, I guess, when it comes yeah. to guys. And just like, but at the end of the day, like I feel like it's just a big thing of just surrendering my love life to the Lord and letting Him be the director of it and not me. <laughs>
1: it's good.
0: I love yeah, that. I've prayed that a lot since you said that and it really has helped. So I think it's cool and just a way to not be distracted, I feel like, because. It's sounds mm-hmm, yeah like, these are a huge distraction especially in college so yes
2: mm-hmm. and that was a big thing too because the minute I see a cute guy I'm like oh. oh my gosh and then it's like consuming and yeah like you said it was so distracting I was like I don't want to be distracted by anything you
1: don't like I said in terms yeah. of being, to be involved mm-hmm. with and it's like almost like it's like it's like a pinball machine you're like point point like it's like yeah. you see a guy and then you're like your head's going this way and then your head's going that way it's like it's so mm-hmm. it really it's almost exhausting too. oh like I remember so before exhausting. I met Chance I was just like I mean, this is just, I'm done. Like, this yeah. is exhausting. Because if like, yeah. you see a Q guy, like, oh, is this it? Yeah. This is it? Mm, yeah. And then you're
0: and like, yeah, it's so emotionally exhausting. Yeah. When it doesn't even need to be there. Love that prayer.
1: For sure.
0: So then, Maya, how did you kind of know that Chance is the one? I think it's. Oh, my gosh.
1: I, I know is- love it already, but I think it's so fun. No, that's so sweet. That's a great question. Um, I think, and I'll. I in single dating Gays, married. We what we read that book together. There were so many signs. I mean, there's so many not even signs, but just so many different things with chance. I mean, I feel like whenever you have that person, and um, just whenever you're like dating intentionally to really helps, like to know. Um, but I remember we were reading the book and it was single dating, engaged, married, and there's this part of it. And it's talking about how, um, like when you're with the right person, like your mind never goes, like whenever a a trouble arises or whenever something happens or whenever you're going through something, like the question is never like, Oh man, maybe he needs to go, you know, like maybe she needs to go. He needs to go. It's like, how are we going to get through this? Like, how are we going to get through this? And really with chance, I mean, it has been the most beautiful like thing to watch is like, whenever you really truly love somebody and like you really really are like it's it's them you know and it's like for me it was just like okay like i'm like it doesn't matter what we're going through right now it doesn't matter what it is or how it is. And like, we're going to make it through, like, how, how are we going to make it through this? You know? And, um, I think this last season we've been in, has definitely been really hard because we've been doing long distance and all these different things until the wedding and, um, and just like all that kind of stuff. And whenever you're getting married, there's just so many stressors and like figuring everything out. But honestly, it's been the most beautiful time because you just really become like such great friends. And I think that like with whoever you're dating or whoever, like your person is, or like trying to decide if like, they're the one it's like, are you willing to go to them for absolutely anything and everything? Like there's not one thing that I like that could embarrass me, you know, to talk to chance about, or like, you know, like I could talk to him about absolutely anything or like, and really trust his advice too. You know, I think that's really important. I think that like, if, whenever he says something, like, I know he'll be honest with me. I know he's not going to sugarcoat it. And I think that's something I really looked for um, in somebody and, I just think that those are like all great things to be able to say because that person's gonna be your best friend for the rest of your life. So um, I think just really figuring out like are they gonna are they gonna be honest with me? Can I tell them everything? You know, like is that gonna be something where like they're gonna stop? Like I think there's a lot of fear, especially with um, girls or like women. Whenever you're like meeting your man, it's like oh I can't really tell him that because he'll freak out and he's gonna leave me or like I don't know. That's kind of how I was at first when I was with Chance, and then the more I told him, the more I was just impressed by how well he like would maybe take it or like, maybe I was like feeling anxious or maybe I was upset about something. Um, And I remember he kind of had a moment too. whenever we first started dating and he asked his brother and his brother. And he was like, you know, like, I'm I'm upset about this with Maya, but I'm kind of scared to bring it up. Like, like, should I bring it up or not? And he was like, and his brother was like if it upsets you and it doesn't upset her like that's that's a red flag you know and it was like um for me and then whenever he brought it up to me i was like oh i'm so sorry like i i'm so sorry that i made you feel like that and i just think that that's so important it's like if something is whenever we we kind of get to that point where we're like kind of scared um to maybe open up to somebody like being able to be able to open up to them and be like okay if it upsets her if it accepts him like it upsets me so anyways it's been real sweet lots a lot of lot of different things um, Um, but I think that kind of just the basis of it is just really having them be your best friend um, and the person you could talk about anything with um, and the person that you want to go through anything with like think about the worst thing that can happen in your life and it's like I could like would like who do you want with you you know you want your best friend somebody who's going to be there with you no matter what no matter how impatient you're being or grumpy or like just plain out rude you know like you want the person that's going to be there through it all and Um, he's really been that person. So I feel like, and one thing I'll say is I know that everyone who's single in their head is like, that is never going to be me. I will never deserve that. That's cool that she found that, but that is never gonna be me. And I know that because when I used to hear girls say that, I was like, that is freaking ridiculous. Like, Like, no, that's never gonna happen to me. And I was actually talking to Sarah Grace about that this weekend. And she was like, I just can't imagine a guy loving me like that. And I was like, honestly, I can't. I'm in this relationship, I'm about to get married. And I still can't believe that a guy loves me like that. Or like, just somebody loves me like that. I was like, I think that when you're single, it's really easy to be like, I don't deserve it, because you don't have it anywhere in sight, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's a really a feeling that ever leaves, like even whenever you get, I'm sure whenever chance I get married, there'll be times where I'm like, I just don't deserve the kind of love that I'm receiving. And I think it kind of is it's because it's supposed to model like the beautiful love of the Lord, you know, like, and the fact that like, we don't deserve this love, but we've been gifted it. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that, and I'm chance to talk about it and he feels the same way. So for, if you're someone listening to this right now, um, or even you too, and you're like, I, that's awesome. But like, I don't, it's like, you're never going to feel like you're worthy of it. And I think that that's whenever you realize like that you are so. It's
0: so good. Yeah. That's good. You said that. Cause literally like after the game on Saturday, I had a conversation with a girl about that um mm-hmm. and I mean I can say as much as I can but also I'm not dating anyone so it's not this yeah. like I guess authority not by my fault of my own but coming out of my mouth they're like well, yeah so it's cool to hear someone who's like literally engaged and mm-hmm. you'd like to speak that out loud because I was literally talking to someone the other day about that so it's crazy That's
1: awesome yeah. it is
0: it's crazy and also I do know a few girls listening who are kind of like approaching possible engagement and I mean obviously they will make that decision on their own with their boyfriend yeah. but I'm if- for you to be able to give tons of advice on that, yeah. So, last few questions are kind of like fun ones. I just wanted to do, um, mm-hmm. so like a little speed round moment, kind of like friendship based, but also fun. So, I just want y'all to awesome. say a favorite thing about each other because I think that's cute. And y'all,
1: uh, I'll go first. She's the best listener in the whole entire world. Mm-hmm. I will like you can probably tell that I can talk for a while. And especially if I'm upset, I'm just a motor mouth. Like it's actually crazy. I can't stop like replaying things in my head. And um, or just like thinking about new things. And I just love to think. And so um, you are the best listener ever. She can listen, but not only does she like listen and just give like her, her ear, but she actually gives great advice. Like she is the person that gives you the absolute best advice mm-hmm. and we'll sit there and listen. And I have never really met somebody who can like, I'm kind of, I don't think people really think about me, but I'm kind of like, what is like, not hardhead. Like I could be kind of um, tough, I yeah. guess, but I guess, which I don't think like people, yeah, like a bull, <laughs> like, I don't think really people think that about me, but I could be kind of like, okay, like time for me to get over it, you know, time yeah. to get over it. Like we're done, you know? Um, and so it's really sweet. Cause I've never really, she's made me a lot like sit and listen and be a little bit more um empathetic slash sympathetic um and just like really listen to somebody. And so I would say that's my favorite thing about her um is that I'm kind of a mm-hmm. go-go goer and she makes me um like learn to slow down and listen to people and not just try and get over it as fast as you can
2: oh mm-hmm. my love language is words of affirmation so, <laughs> so this is her- I'm loving <laughs> this. both of us obviously yeah. really I think my favorite thing about Maya is which if you know Maya you know this is so true even if you like meet her once mm-hmm. but she's like the most welcoming person mm-hmm. ever like fun facts about me mm-hmm. I'm honestly not mm-hmm. I'm a very big skeptical person mm-hmm. I used to, like I would just see everyone like ooh, <laughs> like are you an enemy? Because I feel like you are. And it's like, they like are doing nothing. But <laughs> she does. it's really bad. But it was just so cool when I first met Maya like how quick she was just to be like such a good friend to like a stranger and just be, like That's I said, sweet. so welcoming, so sweet and just have this like warm energy and mm-hmm. it always, I call it warm energy. It's the mm-hmm. Lord. That's yeah. what it is at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I just was always like in awe like, wow, that is, she's just such a kind person. And I've seen that like through like when I first met you, how you treat like the ambassadors and mm-hmm. even just like strangers, like mm-hmm. me at coffee shops. And she's such a big inviter too. Like, she'd, like meet someone, she's like me so watch, like, yeah, come over. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, who is she? But like, just like things like And like, that's how you were with me too. Uh-huh. Like, she had no idea who I was. I mm-hmm. was uninvolved kind of in the ambassador track because I'm skeptical. Mm-hmm. And I remember like she was just so quick, she's like, yeah, come on down. I was like, whoa. Uh-huh. And it's honestly helped me mm-hmm. kind of have a more open heart and like more welcoming just like even like with other people because I used to be like well I'm not talking to you I'm going over here mm-hmm. and I feel like I've learned how to be a better friend and sweet I love, I love you so much I love you
0: that is sweet I've noticed not that I have spent extreme amount of time with either <laughs> one, but I have noticed that in my time with all like both of those qualities so Aww, sweet and then this is another fun one what was your favorite thing about your summer this summer I know it's kind of getting into mm-hmm. fall but that
1: would be fun. I would say life retreat is Mm -hmm. like the one I think about, like, and I'm just like, wow, that was absolutely incredible. Life retreat was absolutely one of the most amazing things ever. And um, I would say also just like the little moments of like walks and stuff like that have also been really fun. Like the times that we have gotten to just kind of spend together and everything has been really awesome. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, this summer has been a whirlwind, but definitely life retreat and just the little moments of like, walks and i don't know i think that those were really awesome and when one, one night we stargazed which was actually like really fun and just like slowed down well two nights we did that and that was honestly amazing
2: yeah obviously life retreat like i think takes the cake yeah that was so fun mm-hmm. i could make a whole podcast about how yeah. much i love that but i think kind of like what you said I feel like summer for me personally kind of brings like a little bit of slowness mm-hmm. into my life and of just like actually like taking time to go on like my walks and just like laying out by the pool or even like going to the beach and just like reading more. I feel like mm-hmm. I read a lot this summer, journaled a lot more. And I, I think that was just like a sweet part of summer it was just kind of the slowness. Mm-hmm. And then also Stranger Things coming out. That was, <laughs> that was so, honestly, that's kind of like my number one thing about it because <laughs> I waited three years,
0: but yeah, strange things like tree. <laughs> oh. Okay. And then the last one is just what is the Lord teaching both of y'all at the moment? Which mm-hmm. is kind so much. <laughs> Girl, like you
2: don't even know. Lesson, I just, uh, how much? I want to be almost done with the lesson. <laughs> What's that meme of like I'm. it's like this guy crying and he's like, I'm tired of the Lord giving me things that make me stronger. Like I'm just
1: done. <laughs> like I feel like that's <laughs> both the best right now. Both of us. We're walking through some seasons, let me tell you. It's been great. But um oof, I'm trying to I guess honestly, the one that has been teaching that I've been learning, I feel like day in, day out of this last season that I've been in, honestly, really this summer is just the lesson of joy and the fact that um we have actually like been gifted joy, like as believers, is that we have this gift of joy. It's not something that we have to strive for. It's not something that we have to earn. It's not something that we have to like make up in our heads. Like we've actually have joy because of what is before us and that's heaven. And there's this verse and it talks about um, whenever, heaven, whenever Jesus was being crucified on the cross. And it was saying that he had joy because of what was set before him. And it was saying that like he had joy in the middle of the most joyless moment of all eternity, of all life. He had joy because of what was before him and what was before him was heaven. And so I feel like that's kind of what I'm really been like going back to is like, um, there are things that are, that happen and there are m- moments of this life that seem just like, there's no joy and, um, like having joy on like what's before me. And that joy is like the heaven and, uh, that heaven and, um, that will be there one day and that we get to bring people that love and that joy. Um, and so I think I'm just really learning the gift of like, I feel like I've really been learning on how to like keep my joy and not hand it. It says actually, another scripture is saying that like no man can steal your joy and it's saying that like they're literally like no man it can steal your joy no nothing can steal your joy and it's talking about and I know a lot of people probably heard this but like that we actually give our joy away and I didn't know that that no man can steal your joy was like actually a biblical thing like it's a little differently worded but saying that and I was like wow like I thought that was just a quote that we see on you know Pinterest or something and so I realized that that was actually biblical and just realizing that like we hand our joy away different things. And um, I think when you keep hand in hand and it's really easy to be like, where's where's my joy gone? And so um, just getting better about um, keeping my joy and um, amidst all the inconveniences of life and um, the big, large, upset, like upsetting things and all. So I think Lord's really teaching me right now um, how to keep my joy. Um, very precious and very close to me. Mm-hmm.
2: I think my so I learned is I don't think besides Maya no mm-hmm. one really knows, but this summer was honestly a very challenging summer in like my relationship with the Lord. It was a time I just felt very angry at God for my circumstances and um I feel like for honestly a good month I just really I mean, it sounds bad, but I'm just being honest, like really just like neglected my relationship with the Lord and just really put it to the back burner because I was just so just like angry and the best like picture wise I can describe it is like a child, like having a tantrum and just like turning its back towards its parent. And I felt like that was me. I was just very, just almost just very stubborn, like my own heart and my own ways and just very angry at God and, um, it was really cool because i kind of had this like spiritual awakening where i really felt just like the lord really just told me like i'm your father at the end of the day and not it's easy just to, like to believe like your feelings when it comes to your faith and when it even just comes to god but actually like learning that like he is a good father and that he does know what he's doing and he's doing everything like for your protection at the end of the day and um i think that's just been my biggest thing just learning that like the lord is good like even if we can't see it even if we don't feel it and that my faith is not dependent on my feelings it's like based on like truth and um it's been really sweet honestly like learning that like even though it was very very challenging just like learning new characteristics of the lord every day but that's probably mine just actually like believing that like he is good even if everything Arami's is pointing to that maybe like life isn't so great mm-hmm. but that's, that's fine good.
0: thank y'all for sharing that i mean it's the podcast is authentic so thank you <laughs> for being authentic and vulnerable oh. with what the lord is teaching y'all but that's pretty much all i have i'm so thankful y'all are on here um it makes me so happy um and i'll see everyone next week mm-hmm. amazing episode. I truly just adore the both of them so so much and look up to them so immensely like I've said. I think it was really cool to get to have um, someone a little bit older on the podcast since I haven't done that in a while. who's just a few steps ahead of me and um, where my friends are. So I hope that y'all enjoyed it as much as I did. Before um, we end the episode I wanted to share a verse because I haven't done that in a few episodes just because you know they've gotten a little long and I don't want to make them any longer. But today I want to read Psalm 33 20 through 22. Because I think a lot of this episode was about, you know, trusting in the Lord and surrendering to Him and um, just not stressing about the future. I know that's applicable to both of their lives with lots of changes, but I know a lot of people listening, there's lots of changes going on. I mean, change is obviously a constant thing in our lives. So I wanted to read this verse. We wait for the Lord. He is our help and shield for our hearts rejoice in Him because we trust in His holy name. May our faithful love rest on us, Lord, for we put our hope in You. So essentially just saying that, you know, through all the changes and through all the waiting and things such as that, that the Lord is faithful and to just rest and put our hope in Him and rejoice because um, He's so, so trustworthy. And I know that can be hard to do um, in these seasons of waiting and in these seasons of change, but it's just a good reminder to just fully put your hope in Him. Have a good rest of your week, and I'll talk to you all soon with another great episode. And as always, be authentically you and glorify God in all you do.